everyone, welcome to episode 18 of Totally Talking Sports. You are listening to this either Thursday night or Friday morning, wherever you're listening to it. We appreciate you guys tuning in. Uh, so episode 17, you heard our NFL episode. Today we are talking about just March Madness, man. A lot of stuff going on. Don't worry, we weren't going to leave it out. Um, and we are very excited to talk about it. Obviously a lot of stuff going on. Talking about, you know, bets, just some bet best players, best biggest upsets, whatever we want to talk about. Logan's got a lot of notes on it, and we're really excited to hear what he has to say because he is our basketball expert. So first things first, um, does anyone have anything to add? I know we, we had an episode, but does anyone else have anything to add as far as how you're doing? What's going on? Perfect. Good. So let's go ahead and get started with some Kyle Sports News you didn't know you cared about. All right. Um, starting off this one with uh, UFC. Just want to go through some of the big upcoming fights that are um, all planned, right? So this Saturday, the 27th, we got Miocic versus uh, Nuganu. Uh, two, Volkanovski was supposed to be on it, defending his title, but homeboy got uh, tested positive for COVID. So that one is obviously going to get rescheduled. Um, but Tyrone Woodley versus Vicente Luque, and then Sean O'Malley, yeah. his return as he's undefeated still, in his mind, to uh, Thomas Alameda. Which I mean, dude, I, I don't know. O'Malley looked like the real deal, and then I'm excited to see him. In, I, I'm excited to see him in the octagon again. I just, with how he carried himself and everything, I hope this motherfucker loses every single fight for the rest of his life. John O'Malley? Yeah. Wait, what do you mean how he carried himself? Um, because he lost and says I'm undefeated. He goes, I'm still undefeated. He goes, I just hurt my leg. I'm undefeated. Well, okay, oh, cool, I guess, yeah. cool, cool. You lost your leg. You still lost. Um, it's the same thing with Acosta. He's saying sober Acosta is undefeated. Yeah. It's like, cool, dude. Well, guess what? That was your dumbass mistake. You shouldn't have been drunk or hungover. Um, but, yeah, so that's the big one for that one. Um, a, a, a fight night is going to be uh, right after that. April 10th, Darren Till versus Marvin Vittori. Um, rest of the main card, nothing really too big. Uh, we got Mike Perry, Jim Miller. We got Julian Marquez. A homeboy that knocked him out last 10 seconds. Myra Cyrus fan. Um, he's also fighting that night. We got Whitaker versus Costellum. But the next big pay-per-view is going to be uh, 261. Usman versus Masvidal 2 on April 24th. Um, we also have Valentina Shevchenko going against uh, uh, Jessica Andrade. And then we have Zhang going up against Rose Namanunez. Um, the only one in this one is the main card is Uriah Hall versus Chris Weidman. I do not know why they're on a main card. Uh, Uriah Hall, washed up, not really fun to watch anymore. Right the names. Yeah, Chris Weidman, washed up, not really fun to watch anymore. Yeah. Um, but I guess, yeah, they have too much respect on their names to be a prelim, I guess. Um, that was just the one that uh, kind of got me. And we got Sanhagen versus Dillashaw. No other fights planned yet. Got Oliveira, uh, sorry, Oliveira versus Chandler, 262. Um, that's going to be a big one May 15th. No other fights planned yet. Um, so those would be the good ones to watch. But the, the Dillashaw one, that's his return after being suspended for yeah. uh, drugs and shit. So. And he gets Did sanded you... and you knock the fuck out of last guy for Yeah, but like, but Hall and Whiteman on the Moswell one just throws yeah. me off. To me, that's like Jags and Jets. You mentioned like, the Colin, Kevin Holland fight. Have you mentioned it? Oh, no. I, I didn't even watch it. I know, but I mean, I, I, I didn't watch it either. I was obviously on the other side of the world. Um, but I was bummed to see... Oh, no, I, I, no, I didn't watch it. You were just under us. But. <laughs> other side of the world. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was bummed to see Kevin Holland lose 
I was kind of hoping he would win. Yeah, I... Because I, you know why? He's a little he, cocky, and I, I, like I said, I kind of like that. Well, he's a badass, bro, and he... I remember that his last fight was one of the ones that I touched up on that was debatably going to be one of the, the nastiest knockouts I'd ever seen. Yeah. Right? It was when he fucking threw back. the hook on his back. Yeah. Like, so I I, I, had, I did have uh, some some higher expectations for him. Um, but did you guys see the, the drop? I mean, yeah, because honestly, yeah, since you bought it, brought it up. Did you guys see the, um, the little dispute between Cheyenne Buys and Montserrat Caneo? No. No? Okay, so after the fight... No. <laughs> um, I think Buys spit on Caneo. Oh. After the fight, because she lost whatever. Respectful. Um, but people were saying, so like, and then it became like this huge thing and that they were trying to like fucking fight again after the thing. And there's people defending buys saying, you know, you try and call somebody a bitch, um, with the mouth guard in, like you're going to spit. Oh. You know? And I'm like, still, no, there's a big difference between talking and spitting on somebody yeah. and then actually going to, yeah. so I don't know, but again, I'm going to look back at that cause I work Saturday night, and I just haven't had any time to touch upon this uh, this whole fight night. But I was I was surprised to see Holland go down. I mean, Derek Brunson is a badass, but I thought Kevin Holland was too. Okay, and he still is, but yeah. Right um, all right, uh, NBA. Um, I feel like there's actually a good amount to talk about. I mean, I obviously I think next week we'll have to incorporate NHL and NBA, maybe yeah. like. Uh, little mini one because we're also going to touch on March Madness yeah there's going to be less March Madness to talk about we'll definitely sure. have to because the NBA trade deadline's coming up too yeah so um, we'll figure that out um, but Montrez Harrell um, was plus 50 plus 56 in his five games last week um, but there's also rumors of trades happening with him they're not going to trade him you don't think so no they lost LeBron and AD for weeks yeah we there's need no yeah, way they can trade Lakers him Lakers need him because everyone was tripping out about his tweet no, he's not. He's not. He retweeted him. something about him being traded, and all he said was "big guys." People read a lot, and into they overreact. Yeah. I know that. I know that. I like drama, though. So I want to bring that. <laughs> um, power rankings are up. Nets at one, Bucks at two, Sixers at three, Suns at four, Jazz at five. Went all the way to six, just because that's where the Lakers are. Um, Lakers obviously just keep declining. They're gonna drop for good reason. Yeah, yeah. But, I yeah. mean, now when, with the both of them out, when they're healthy, they'll be fine. Um, Chris Paul hits the 10,000 assist club. Mm-hmm. That's a big thing. Um, but injury, LeBron damn near snaps his ankle days after becoming part owner of the Red Sox. Coincidence? I don't know. Not for me to say. Red Sox going on a little run in spring training. So There we go, dude. So I don't <laughs> know. We're going to see. Uh, Curry breaks his ass, and LaMelo Ball breaks his wrist. What's going on? All right, again, we'll dive into this more next week. Slick floors. Slick, Slick floors. floors, baby. All right, and then uh, Champions League. First leg of the quarterfinals to kick off Tuesday, April 6th. Uh, Real Madrid versus Liverpool. Man City versus Dortmund. FC Porto versus Chelsea. Bayern versus PSG. And the second leg will be seven days after that on the 13th. And then this one isn't sports related, guys, but we were talking about it last episode. Or, you know, it was either 16 or 15, whichever one was the double episode. Um, Kent Taylor, founder of Texas Roadhouse. Oh, yeah. Dies after a struggle with post-COVID-19 symptoms. Yeah. Um, R.I.P. Kent Taylor. Um, I don't know if it was you that came up with that cinnamon, that cinnamon butter, cinnamon sugar butter, but if it was, man, I you're going down in the Hall of Fame in restaurants, man. Yeah. Because oh, yeah. again, guys, I've said it a thousand times. I love it. Not as an appetizer, 
But that shit is so good. No, I love it as an appetizer. Yeah, but you're fucking... Yeah, you're I'm amazing. <laughs> hey, thanks, man. Um, but yeah, so RIP Texas Roadhouse founder, Kent Taylor. Yeah. Uh, but that wraps it up this week's Kyle Sports News you didn't know you cared about. Awesome. So let's go ahead and just start diving. Let's just start diving. Uh, we're doing rounds one and two recap first. We have a couple other things that we'll go over. Um, but let's go ahead and go over rounds one and two recap. Logan's going to go ahead and give us games that he wants he wants to talk about that were close um, that we want to talk about. So go ahead, Logan. All right. So uh, I'm going to rapid fire through all these games. Anything that is big, we'll touch up on. Uh, so for, And I'm doing this in the order that the games are played, uh, just because I was keeping notes as I was watching the games. So first yeah. game is Florida-Virginia Tech. Great game. Virginia Tech makes a little run at the end, hits a nice uh, three-pointer to send the game to overtime after being down five with a minute 30 left, and then they had no answer inside for Colin Castleton at Florida. Sucks, sucks. That's just what it was. Uh, Florida moves on. Uh, next game is Colgate and Arkansas. Very close first half with Ooh. Colgate hitting a ton of threes yeah. to start the game. Arkansas looked like they were in trouble. Came back into the first half, got the lead back, Won the game by 19. Eric Musselman. Eric Musselman's uh, the GOAT. He's the GOAT. He, For those of our listeners, I'm pretty sure you're all from Nevada. So, yeah. You know who Eric Musselman is. He led Nevada to a Sweet 16 um, with the Twins and um, put some money on Arkansas against uh, their next game that Logan will go over soon. Uh, but I, I'm kind of rooting for, for Arkansas pretty big here. Yeah. Uh, next game was Drexel, Arkansas. Or, sorry, Drexel in Illinois. No comment other than Sucks to see the freaking Drexel Dragons out this early. <laughs> uh, next game, Utah State and Texas Tech. Uh, Texas Tech had just a balanced scoring. Their entire team looked very good. They had a dominant second half. They won that game pretty easily. Uh, Oral Roberts and Ohio State is the next game. Okay, so... We, we touched up on it in the previous episode with Dwayne Washington being garbage. Um, what I would like to say... First is, I guess, after the game, EJ Liddell got death threats after the game. Uh, he was the only one that played good. Yeah, so I he, don't know why you're mad at him. He was the leading scorer. He went 10 of 15. He even sh- he went 1 of 3 from deep. He had six offensive rebounds, I mean, which is by far the most on his team just because EJ Liddell is the star at Ohio State. He had a total of 14 rebounds. He had a block. Um, he did have the most turnover on the team, but that, I'm not going to take that away from him. He had 23 points. Uh, Washington went 7 of 21, 3 of 12 from deep um, for a total. I mean, he had 18 points, but when you shoot the ball 21 times. To like, get 18. Yeah, to get 18. And he only shot three free throws. So I remember last episode, you guys were talking about how he would just drive in and just not score and not get his own rebound. I mean, so he wasn't getting fouled. No, yeah, he was just throwing no. up bricks. He was just absolutely just embarrassing. Uh, yeah. What else do you have to say about this? Because it's, it's crazy. Uh, so my biggest thing was with uh, with EJ Liddell, and I kept saying it over and over, because if he posted up, Oral Roberts obviously does not have the size to keep up with him. So if they, whenever they throw it into him, he'd either get an easy bucket because they're not going to be able to guard him, or they'd double-team him and he could kick it out of somebody that's open. Well, And let's go over the fact that Oral Roberts had two guys score all their points 59 points yeah the rest of their yeah. points was five points three points six points two points no exactly how do you not just double cover those guys and then just try to have you know the other someone else beat you yeah well, just yeah. have somebody else beat you those, they played a total of seven dudes on Oral Roberts yeah. I was gonna say because I, I, the, the minimum right for March Madness they said to qualify was, was five. as five people right 
or Rumbles only has two on their bench. Um, Ohio State One of them put up only 16. Four minutes. <laughs> yeah. And Ohio State had put up 16 off their bench. And or Roberts only put up two off their bench because they only had two people. So, I mean, Ohio State should have won the game. Yes. They should have, but 100%, like we said last yeah. episode, Washington. Yeah, no, they, I, we, Kyle said it when we were watching it that they should have just pulled Dwayne Washington. I don't care if on a normal night he's a great scorer for you. Put in Walker, who is four for eight. Yeah, put in someone else, it doesn't matter. I just wouldn't want the ball in his hands. And I don't care how that affects his confidence. If he's still confident in himself after missing every shot he takes, that's not really the best thing. Yeah, I mean, it's good to have confidence in yourself. Right. But, like, God, man, you just not helping the team, and you have too big of an ego to think that you are. you are. If you're the coach, right, and the way that he went and did that last shot with a step-back three when it was tied, you didn't fucking need to do that. You could have passed it up to Liddell. Go to the fucking do a little ring. fucking hook. I mean, you could have done anything differently. As a coach, yeah, you'd be pissed, right? But it happens. But over time, when it's, what, five minutes? Yeah, five minutes. And three minutes of that is Washington fucking being a ball hog, trying to win the game on his own, as their their fucking their loss point spread is only getting larger and larger and larger. Pull him. Pull him, because he's not doing anything that you're obviously telling him to, unless the coach said, give the ball to Washington, he will win it. Yeah, and Which he, I doubt he said. I don't think so. I think if... I don't remember who their coach is, but... He needs to do some evaluation of himself, or Ohio State needs to do some evaluation because they stopped throwing it into EJ Liddell. Right, like he was in the bat, he was in the post getting buckets, and if he's getting double teams, he's kicking it out to someone for a good look, or you can get, keep the ball moving and reset or do something else. And they just didn't get him the ball in the post. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know if you already did say it or not, but yeah, he was he went ten for fifteen. Yeah, and yeah. his. He should have had way more than fifteen attempts. No, exactly. It, if Dwayne Washington and twenty one. EJ Liddell should have more than 15 because he was being more efficient on his attempts. Right, exactly, exactly. So, And then on the Oral Roberts side, fantastic game from uh, Max Asmus and uh, what's it, Kevin O'Banner. Yeah. Those two guys. 30 and 29. They're the, they the studs of that team. They if, that, if they're off, if either of them are off, they're not doing anything. Right. But <laughs> yeah. uh, th- those two guys, they call Max A. Smith uh, mid-court Max because he will pull the second he crosses half court. <laughs> <laughs> and I like it. Yeah, so I he like is. Uh, yeah, they're a fun team, though, but obviously, fuck you, Ohio State. Well, and I, and I remember that, too, because I had you over, right, and we were watching you know, a couple of the games during that time frame, and you said the lower seeds, I mean, that's pretty much all they have to hope for is just yeah. fucking yeah. just unloading on threes because yeah. if you make 10, boom, that's 30 points right there. You know, and that's exactly what Colgate was doing, like you said, in the first yeah. half. So just to watch them just literally just step over and just fucking shoot it. Yeah. And it was wild. It was yeah. wild. Uh, next game was Hartford and Baylor, and there is no comment to be made there. Nope. Next game, big game, Georgia Tech and Loyola. Fantastic game. Closer than I thought it would be with Georgia Tech not having Moses Wright, ACC Player of the Year, dominant big man for them. Uh, gave Loyola an advantage because they don't have a great big, uh, but they were still able to take advantage. I feel of like it. Loyola's got like two decent bigs though that they, they count have, on. Yeah, they have two decent bigs. They have a guy, they have a playmaking big, right? Really, um, and so I thought maybe they would take a little bit more advantage there. Biggest difference: Loyola hit eight more threes than Georgia Tech. Well, there you go. Yeah, that was that was the decider in that game to only win by eleven, despite hitting eight more threes. That tells you how the rest of the game went, and that's exactly. What I was saying about lower seeds, although Loyola is an eight seed, so it's not really like they're a low seed, but a lot of these lower seeds are smaller schools. 
will rely heavily early on in the game of jacking up threes. And if they start going and they get out to a little bit of a lead, a lot of bigger schools will question how good they really are. Yeah, and then they panic. They get in their own heads, yep. and then it makes the, it's a close game down the stretch, and they're like, fuck, if it's this close, are we really even that good? Or, you know, they, get, they just overthink everything, and then they lose, and then it's like, oh, that's how upsets happen, usually. Um, but yeah, so Loyola took, took care of business in the first round. Good for them. Uh, next game, Oregon State, Tennessee. Fuck you, Tennessee. You're the worst five seed I've ever seen in my life. Absolutely. Uh, I completely agree more. Uh, Oregon State, you're the best 12 seed I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah. <laughs> and then... Next game, Liberty, Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State had a horrific night from three, and they did not shoot free throws well. They have not shot free throws well all season, but they were able to finish out the game. Uh, Big 12 play really helped them with that, being able to know how to win in clutch. Uh, Wisconsin, North Carolina next. We'd love to see it. We'd love to see it. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, I'd love to see, I, I'd love to see North Carolina at least uh, make it. You know, that's, that's definitely a good thing. Seeing them go out in the first round, not exactly ideal, uh, the thing about Wisconsin is, I mean, I was watching that game in Cancun, actually, a mm-hmm. little bit, and, um, I mean, it was just a bummer to see. Um, Wisconsin played really good defense. During that first whole first half, uh, They weren't North Carolina wasn't able to get inside a whole lot, and Wisconsin was, and they were able to hit their threes. Yeah, that's, that's the biggest thing with North Carolina's team this year. Their guards were not very good this year. They're not. They're okay, but they're not good. Their biggest talent was down low. Uh, but Wisconsin has answers for that, and Wisconsin can shoot the ball. Right. So if you can't shoot, you can't really keep up with them is the biggest issue. And Wisconsin shot 48% from three. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's nasty. Well, and so, I mean, everyone knew, right? All right, Badgers, Tar Heels, like, it, it could have been a close game either way. Like, I know probably half the people picked one team, half picked the other team. I knew it was going to be close. I didn't think it was going to be a fucking blowout. I didn't think it was going to be a blowout, but look at this stat. Wisconsin hit 13 threes. North Carolina attempted 13 threes. North Carolina can't shoot. I know. I, you know I understand. They don't have the guards to do that. Yeah. Um, I just thought that. I just think that's a little crazy. Yeah. No, it's... is. It always seems to work out this way. Uh, side note, because uh, I'm a Duke fan and I'm salty. They hit like 12 threes against us. <laughs> just because they're they're leading or their scorer who averaged five points a game put up twenty on us. I mean, regardless if North Carolina would have beat Wisconsin, um, they would have still lost to Baylor they because Baylor's smoked. way too fast. I, I think smoked. Baylor would have. Yeah. Well, that might have helped North Carolina. North Carolina loves to run. Yeah. Wisconsin loves to play slow. How they scored eighty five points, I don't really understand because they love to play slow. They were just jacking oh, up threes. Yeah, the yeah. fucking threes. 20, they yeah. took twenty seven threes. Um, all right, next game. Our uh, next game is going to be Cleveland State and Houston. Again, no comment because uh, it's Cleveland State and Houston. Yeah. Uh, next game is North Texas and Purdue. Fucking Purdue. Purdue. I, you know, I was surprised Fucking to see him as a four seed because um, I didn't really hear a whole lot about him. They made some noise in the Big Ten tournament. Okay. They played pretty well at the end of the season. Um, but to lose they, to North Texas? So they were down by eight with six minutes left. They battled back, back and forth, got a little bit of an edge, sent it to overtime, and then they gave up seven straight points to start overtime. So to North you, Texas, you cannot give up seven points to start overtime because that was a, that was about two minutes and thirty seconds in. So that's half of overtime gone, and you haven't scored a point. I don't know where you think you're gonna make up seven points in two and a half minutes when you haven't scored yet. And it just came down to them jacking threes with their freshmen. They're a very young team. They'll be good next year. They have a kid that's seven four. They'll be fine. But just. <laughs> How they came out in overtime, I think, was just because of how young that team is. But they looked so fucking awful. Yeah, okay. Uh, next game is going to be Rutgers and Clemson. A fantastic 7-10 matchup. Great 
effort by both teams. Neither team shot the ball well at all. Uh, <laughs> uh, but Rutgers had a more balanced attack offensively, uh, which let them uh, take it just at the very end uh, and be able to, to, to pull away and secure that victory. Absolutely. Uh, next game, Syracuse-San Diego State. Uh, probably one of the more picked upsets. Syracuse fucking What's the Bayheim kid on that Buddy Bayheim. Buddy Bayheim is the fucking heart of that team. Yeah, Jim Bayheim's son. Yeah. Uh, kid is a bucket. Yeah. from deep. He has like 13 threes in the first two games. So um, I, I was upset because my initial instinct, I took Syracuse going in, I think it was like the Sweet 16. And then I listened to this podcast and I was saying about, and they're like, oh dude, San Diego State's just gonna murder Syracuse. And I was like, no. fuck. Like, well, they know more than I do. So I switched it on over and I see fucking Syracuse just beat the shit out of him. And I was so fucking mad, dude. They, yeah, they didn't, so my biggest, one of my biggest things with the tournament is experienced head coaching and a star player. If you don't have both of those, probably not making it very far. Jim Beheim been there forever, just like Coach K, just like Roy Williams. He knows what he's fucking doing. He has, I think, the tied for the most wins as a double-digit seed. Uh, most appearances in the Sweet 16 as a double-digit seed. Uh, he does this every year. doesn't matter how good Syracuse looks throughout the season. They're going to be fine in the tournament. Uh, and Buddy Beheim, like we already talked about, fucking bucket. San Diego State tried to match the threes because they got down early and they just couldn't. Yeah. That was their downfall. Yeah, dude. Syracuse, 55% on threes. Yeah. That is nasty. They have a kid on their team. His name's Joey Girard. He averaged 50 points per game in high school. Oh, my God. Uh, it's ridiculous. He, he averages like 12 for them now. You're right. He doesn't, he's not amazing. But oh, like, yeah. The fact that he averaged like 50 for them in high school <laughs> is ridiculous. Oh, uh, yeah, they, they just shoot the lights out, um, and they play their 2-3 zone defense that teams, for some reason, can't figure out. Alan Griffin, did he get injured? Because he was one of their starters, only played 15 minutes at zero points. But um, then, off their bench, Broswell played 25 minutes. Um, no, I, I don't know what the situation was. There were a couple situations like that, like Kansas did that. They had David McCormick on their bench, who's normally a starter, and he got, like, 22 points for them in the first round. Um, I don't know why they benched him, but they did. Okay. Um, so I, I don't know what that situation is. Uh, next game... Winthrop and Villanova. Uh, Villanova goes as Jeremiah Robinson Earl goes. He is the star of that team. Uh, he was well, a... after the other guy went out, who's the other guy that went out? Colin Gillespie? Maybe. Someone on Nova went out, right? In the game? No, in the season. They have, like, two guys, like, have season-ending injuries. Oh, yeah. okay. But no, no, Jer- Jeremiah Robinson Earl is the heart of that team. Okay. He, he was a five-star prospect coming out of high school. Probably could have been a first-round draft pick last year, but he stayed to work on his game, and he probably will be a first-round draft pick this year. Okay. Uh, kids, kids, a, he's a great rebounding small forward that can facilitate. Um, so they just, you know, too much. And uh, Winthrop didn't have a star that could have won them that game. Yeah. Uh, West Virginia, Moorhead State, no comment. Uh, West Virginia did what they should have done. Georgetown and Colorado, uh, no comment. Uh, I picked Georgetown to upset Colorado. Uh, I put way too much uh, stock in into Georgetown winning the Big East tournament. Um, they won nine games in the regular season. Oh. I didn't realize that when I picked them. I was like, yeah, they won the Big East. That's fucking great. And then I, and then I saw a graphic at the start of the game, and it was like, uh, like Big East tournament wins, five. Regular season wins, nine. And I was like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> never mind. Uh, so that was that was my, my bad on that one. Uh, Colorado absolutely dismantled them. UNC I, think I, I think I might have picked Georgetown, too. Yeah, that was my 12-5. I was like, that's the 12-5 this year. It's pretty obvious. That was the largest blowout by a 5-seed over a 12-seed. Yeah. Um, so then uh, we have North Carolina-Greensboro and Florida State. 
so North Carolina Greensboro only had two guys that could score for them. Uh, so despite Florida State having an off night from most of their stars, I mean, I feel like Florida State. And I I watched that. Uh, I watched their next game against Colorado, and like the the after interview was was um, their main kid. Who's their main kid? Uh, guard. It was probably Anthony Polite that they yeah. interviewed. Yeah, the but he's he's not even their best player. He yeah, just had the best game. For yeah, him. he in, they interviewed him, and he I mean he had said like, hey, we're not really an offensive team, and we know no, that here not. Yeah, and and he said that, and he recognized it. He's like, that's not what we are. We play defense, and we if we get if we get buckets, we get buckets, um, and it, that's exactly what happened here. They're not an offensive team. Um, they you know they only scored sixty four, um, but they only allowed fifty four. I mean, they're one of the best defensive teams in the entire nation. So, I mean, and they made zero of their nine threes. Which <laughs> that was crazy. They don't shoot the ball well. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. No. Yeah. MJ Walker like rolled his ankle early in the game. He's usually their best player. Um, so he had an off night as well. Uh, but they, still, they had enough. They're obviously significantly more talented than North Carolina Greensboro, and Leonard Hamilton is a great coach. Yeah. Um, so that's fine. Uh, Eastern Washington and Kansas. What a fun game. You, get, you guys see the Groves Brothers from Eastern Washington? No. Uh, they're like, uh, what did I say? Uh, Groves Brothers look like cavemen, but still ball out. Uh, <laughs> he looks like Bill Walton. One of them looks like Bill Walton when he played in the NBA. Um, and they both played phenomenal on the glass. Dude, yeah, One of them put up like up. 35, right? Or like 30 yeah, 35, 35, yeah. his brother put up like 28. <laughs> like, they, like those two carried the team. Um, Kansas was able to uh, stay in it the whole time because it's Kansas. They have enough talent. Um, Marcus Garrett had best game for them. David McCormick had a great game off the bench. He should have been starting. Don't know why he came off the bench. Um, but he was able to match up against those brothers down low. And so it wasn't like they had too big of an upper hand. Um, so they were pulled out. Good for them. Uh, but they didn't look great. Uh, next game, St. Bonnie's and LSU. So LSU dominates on the glass. Absolutely dominates on the glass. I think they out-rebounded by like 20 rebounds. Um, and then Cam Thomas is a certified bucket. Uh, Cam Thomas, five-star out of high school, uh, went to Oak Hill. Only knock on him is he doesn't pass because he is a great scorer. And so he's like, <laughs> I, you're not, you don't have a better chance of scoring than I do. Okay. Uh, which is fair because LSU didn't have the most talent around him. All right. Um, but yeah, so he's going to be uh, a great bucket in the NBA uh, probably next year. Uh, then we have Texas Southern and Michigan. No comment there. Uh, UCSB and Creighton. Fantastic game. Uh, UCSB gave Creighton a run for their money. Uh, they were able to pull it out at the very end uh, in a fantastic finish. Um, so UCSB made the difference up with free throws and then at the very end of the game Creighton gets a huge offensive rebound uh the guy that shot the free throws shoots like 50% from the line made both to give him a one point lead they come down get a stop shoot two free throws win by three nice um fantastic game uh next game Iona and Alabama Bama pulls away at the end uh they need to shoot their free throws better but from that game Herb Jones and uh Javon Quinterly are fantastic uh, so they they have they have three or four guys on that team that are studs that should carry them a little bit farther as well from where they are now. Next game was Drake and USC. USC the Moby brothers are the are they carry that team. They carry that team. Uh, Evan Mobley will be top five pick in the draft. Isaiah Mobley, if he leaves, I don't know if he will. 
but if he does, he'll be uh, maybe a second round pick. So he probably stays. But they're both they're both great players. Um, Drake only had one guy that could score for them, <laughs> so that's that was the issue for them. Yeah, maybe if they had another scoring option, they might have been in a better spot. Um, so yeah, we'll move on. Uh, Grand Canyon, Iowa, no comment. Iowa takes care of that pretty easily. Luca Garza eats. Uh, then Maryland and UConn. Bum to see. I think I took UConn. Uh, bum to see that they lost. Um, was hoping for, for was hoping more for UConn. I was just hoping for some of those old sparks. Last time UConn won a national championship, they were a seven seed. Yeah, it was like 2016 or something like no, that. No, it was way before that. It was, it was, Kemba was there. Yeah, 14 then. 2014. I, don't remember. I looked it up. It was one of those two years. <laughs> I, might, I might be wrong. <laughs> just looking it up. I might be wrong. But I was hoping for some fire for UConn. Uh, Maryland took care of them now. Maryland, another one of those Big Ten teams that, um, I mean, they're decent, and if they weren't in such a stacked Big Ten, they'd probably be a higher seed. Um, even though, like, they, I don't know, just watching Maryland basketball whenever they would play, like, Iowa in the regular season or Illinois or something like that, I, I felt like they were always just, like, just one of those teams to watch. Obviously, they got in as a 10 seed, so. Yeah, 2014. Huh? 2014. Yeah. See? Nailed it. Yeah, there you go. Uh yeah, I, no, UConn is great to watch. No, yeah, I I just think Maryland was way more well-rounded. Mm-hmm. I mean, Ayala led with 23 points, but everybody else was pretty close together. Ayala's their, like, stud. UConn, their biggest thing was, I, I think, honestly, their bench, because they put up 18 off their bench. Maryland only put up one. So I, I, I thought they were going to have a little bit more of a chance, but Maryland was just way more well, well-rounded, I yes, think. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, next game is Ohio and Virginia. God damn. Damn it, fucking Virginia! Uh, so Virginia trash. sucks, dude. I remember, They're I remember trash, saying bro. that Virginia is the fakest team in college basketball, and they are. They're one hundred percent the fakest team in college Did basketball. Did you pick Ohio? I'm, no, I'm pre- pretty sure I picked fucking Virginia. God yeah. So I, yeah. So I, a shout out to Tanner for only picking Ohio as his only upset in his entire bracket. Um, was that really his only one? Yeah, I looked through because I was like, oh, who's ahead of me? And then I looked through and I was like, because I'm trying to see, you know, like, okay, what games really matter here? And I looked through and I was like, that's a higher seed. That's the higher seed. All right. I, 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 correct me if I'm wrong. I don't know. I'm pretty sure that every single game in the first round, he just picked the higher seed. <laughs> and then the only upset he picked was Ohio versus Virginia. And I want to know his logic behind that. Hey, dude. Well, he probably looked at yours, right? And was like, okay, cool. It's like Price is Right. Like you said 800, so he said 801. Well, no, well, you mean he picked them around the same time. <laughs> oh, yeah. So how does that work? You just ruined my joke. Yeah, no, I mean, it was just no, a terrible joke. So anyways, game, yeah, game, in the game that. itself, uh, it was a great game if you didn't have anything riding on it. Uh, Jason Preston is great. Jay Billis labeled him the, the mellow ball of college basketball, and he did just that. Maybe he should look for a shot a little bit more. Uh, we will see that in the next game they played. Um, they shot amazing from the free throw line. Virginia dug themselves into a hole middle of the second half. They went on a run, and they got a good lead, and they were looking good, and I was feeling good about myself. I went to the store, came back. They were down by six. Um, I don't know yeah. what the fuck happened. Yeah. They just stopped playing basketball. When Virginia gets a lead like that, I never think it's going away because they will just squeeze the air out of a basketball and then play lockdown defense on the other end, and they'll get a bucket at 29 seconds on the shot clock yeah. and then hold you to nothing on the other end. That's how they play. This team, though, I guess, was more focused offensively than defensively, which is not typical of a Virginia team. No. Regardless of how it took, uh, takes advantage of it, they get through good for them. Uh, next game is Missouri and Oklahoma. Um, Oklahoma playing without Davion Harmon, uh, which sucks because he was the uh, probably the best player on that team, him and Austin Reeves. Um, and then they 
you know, so but they had a fantastic game. Missouri made some threes down the stretch to make it interesting because Oklahoma started to pull away. Uh, but overall, uh, they went on too big of a run with two minutes left. It was a very close game, and then with two minutes left, Oklahoma went on a little bit of a run. And if there's two minutes left, you you that's too late. You can't yeah. get back in after that. Yeah. Um, but it was a great game, and then obviously Gonzaga beats the shit in Norfolk State. Um, <laughs> I so I um, I took Norfolk State plus forty, and I was still like, lost. And I was like plus forty. I was like I know it's against Gonzaga, but. You know, maybe once they get up by twenty, they're just you know they're just like, hey, put in put in backups, and I didn't yeah. realize and they did, and the, the backups were were <laughs> that a million good. times yeah. better than Norfolk State starters. <laughs> yeah. um, and then I I looked at the score and I was like, wow, oh, plus forty really didn't get it done, huh? <laughs> yeah, no, that is, I didn't expect that. Uh, and Gonzaga didn't even have amazing performances out of their best players. Corey Kispert played well that game, but uh, the rest of their guys played okay. And that was the one you said right last episode, forty three. Is the biggest points. Yes, since. yeah, biggest since 2016. It's the biggest win in the tournament since 2016. Jesus Christ. Um, yeah, so yeah, that was obviously going to Odds were in your favor, Tim. Odds were in your favor. Odds were in my favor. Absolutely. Right. God damn. Uh, next game, UCLA-BYU. Johnny Juzang is a fucking bucket. A kid is a stud. Played great for them against Michigan State. Comes in two nights later, having already played an extra game that BYU didn't have to play, and he goes off to start the I'm game. I'm pretty sure... I took BYU, Logan, because I remember in the beginning of the season we did like some college basketball recap episode, and uh, you told me that UCLA was absolute dog water. I thought they were, and, uh, and yeah. so that's why I took BYU. So it's fair. I uh, took I'm BYU, sorry. and then me and him got lunch, and he goes, "Yeah, I think Michigan State, UCLA, whoever wins that game is going to be BYU." I went, "I trust you." So UCLA, and look at that, baby. Yeah, no. <laughs> look at that. Johnny Juzang is I didn't know Johnny Ju- I haven't watched very much Pac-12 basketball this year. I didn't know Johnny Juzang was that good. Um, their whole team is, is, like, built off transfers, essentially. Uh, Johnny Juzang went to Kentucky uh, and then transferred, and then their starting point guard went to, like, Rice or something and then transferred. He was, a, he was like, a four-star out of high school. Um, he was really good. So they, they have a good team. They have a big three in Johnny Juzang, Jaime Vasquez, and or Jacquez, and then Jules Bernard. It's like three guards that dominate for them. Cody Riley didn't have a great game this game. Um, but overall, like they, they have a good team. Uh, and BYU just couldn't buy a bucket to start the game. I was watching it, and it was like every time BYU would come down the court, they'd try to do a make a layup, and they just brick the fuck out of an open layup. And I was like, oh, there's no way they win tonight. Right. Hey, so real quick too, like one of the the UCLA uh, forwards, mm-hmm. Mac uh, Etienne. Etienne, is that the is he related to the no. Alabama? The Clemson? Oh, is it Clemson? No, he's not related. No, that's not. Travis Etienne's brother is that's a fucking also a hell of a last name to have in common. Yeah. So the next game is. Uh, Abilene Christian and Texas. Dude, fuck Texas. Dude, fuck Texas. I had Texas in my goddamn Final Four. Yeah, dude, they were supposed to be really good. They they played fantastic in the Big 12. I'm throwing conference tournaments out the fucking window. If you win a conference tournament, I think you're dog shit now. <laughs> I had them losing in the Elite Eight to Alabama, but... See, I had them upside. I still Alabama. thought Texas was, was going to get there. Yeah, see, I thought they would beat Alabama, and then I thought Michigan is missing one of their starters, and I thought Texas is on fucking fire right now. They have great bigs that can match up. Just oh, only, so only scoring sense. 52 points. Their guards That's played pathetic. awful. Their guards it's pathetic. played awful. And, and those two guards, Matt Coleman and Andrew Jones, are normally great, and Courtney Ramey. They're all normally fantastic. They just didn't show up for whatever reason. I don't know. Greg Brown only played six minutes for them. 
Uh, he's fantastic. He's probably going to be... He, maybe he comes back. Maybe he doesn't. He had a little bit of attitude issues at the end of the season. Um, so he got benched for a game and then... Or not benched, but he didn't start one game. And he only played six minutes in that game, and I don't really get it. They have great bigs. They also turned the ball over 23 times. All right, all right. Let's move on. Jesus. Uh, and then VCU Oregon. VCU has COVID. Oregon wins. Um, yay, yay. And then... So yeah, so that's everything for the first round. Sets up our round of 32. Moving into the second round. First game. Fucking goddamn it, Loyola in Illinois. Um, I I had um, I took Illinois minus seven, put a f- and the over. Um, neither of those hit. Yeah, and I put a decent chunk of change on that, and that one that one hurt my heart. Yeah, uh, um, yeah. Just and, and it wasn't even close. It wasn't even close. It wasn't even close. It was Loyola's big men. Just getting their way, yeah, with Illinois, and I don't understand that. So I think explain that what to me, they wanted man. to do, they did it exactly. <laughs> so, Especially on on the glass in in the paint, they they did what they want to Illinois, and I don't understand why. So Illinois has fantastic big and Kofi Coburn. Yes, why first round pick? He's fantastic. I think the biggest thing that Loyola does watching the game, I was getting frustrated because obviously I wanted Illinois, wanted Illinois to win. They run so many screens that no one is guarding who they originally started guarding. Right. You're running you're running through a double screen here, getting through, and then you're getting hit with another screen right after you get through. And so there's so much switching going on. They just have a great system. Uh, they came out shooting fantastic. They, Illinois just dug themselves into too big of a hole early. The, the most important thing to me was uh, Iotasumu not showing up for this game. Iotasumu was supposed to be... A player of the year candidate. Uh, it's very clearly going to Luka Garza now. Um, I wanted to go to Cade Cunningham. I really do, but it, we'll talk about. It, yeah. yeah, I mean, we'll, um, I mean, yes, we'll talk about it. It's going to go to Luka Garza at this point for um, season for Naismith Player of the Year. But uh, Io just not showing up for the that game. I don't get it. Maybe they underestimated their opponent. They didn't do it in the first round. I don't know why they did it in the second round. Uh, maybe too big of a success in the first round. They got in their own heads about how good they were. Right. Either way. Uh, well, and, and so, I mean, this is what I also want to talk about. Loyola is number one in the country in defense. Yeah. And they are. I Because I looked it up when I was doing my uh, statistically sentiment last episode, and I went to, you know, the stats, and it said Gonzaga's number one in offense. And I looked at the right, it said Loyola Chicago's number one in defense. And I thought that was very interesting because um, they held Georgia Tech to only 60. Obviously, they were out with their star, ACC Player of the Year. Um, I still don't think that's an excuse for Illinois to put up 58. a one seed to only put up fifty eight. Yeah, no, they have too much talent I against Loyola, who they, doesn't play anyone yeah, during no, the season. They, they just started relying too much on the three, thinking they needed threes to get back into the game instead of just getting back into their flow. Right. I guarantee, if they would have gone on a little bit of a run before the game got too out of hand, like right before halftime, going a little bit of run similar to that Colgate Arkansas game, where like, yeah, you got punched in the mouth, come out. You know, call a timeout, come back out, and go on a little bit of a run. You know, fire your team up, whatever. Just didn't happen. So they, yeah, I don't know. They, they I don't know why they looked so fucking awful. Uh, my biggest thing that I'm gonna blame it on is Iota Sumo though, because he should be the leader of that team. Uh, he should have been the one that carried them to a dub in that one. Absolutely. And and I mean, just the defense too, because dude, Leola again, very well rounded. I mean, they pulled off what 21, 22 points off of the bench. And how many steals did Loyola have? Because they had a Dick they load. had 12 steals. Yeah. How many turnovers did uh, Illinois have? Um, 
Illinois had 17. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you just you can't win basketball games against anyone like yeah. that. Yeah. Loyola had 12 steals. Illinois only had five steals. Yeah. No. It's and how many times did Loyola turn the ball over? Loyola turned it over uh, 11. So okay, I mean, so 11 is six less, 11 is like average. Average for a, a basketball game, uh, especially in college. But so so how many did Illinois have? 17. 17. Turnovers. 17. So that's so eight six more. more. And I don't. That, that's not going to give you points off turnovers. But Matt, just say that they got. So they got eight more. Say they got ten more points off turnovers. That's sixty-eight to fifty-eight right there. Yeah, exactly. And that's only five possessions if you think about layups. Yeah, well, exactly. and, and their, their bench was they only put up thirteen points versus Illinois the twenty-two did. points. Illinois has a bucket off their bench. Uh, Andre Cabello, I think, or maybe uh, Adam Miller, one of the two. Um, I don't even see Miller. Uh, Andre Miller on the starter. So yeah, it's Cabello. Yeah, so Andre Cabello is great off the bench. He Adam put up Miller, nine. Yeah, Adam Miller is normally... A, like They normally have good three-point shooters. I don't know what happened this game. They just... Cabello didn't even take a three. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know. They they just looked like shit the whole game. Yeah, So that they fucking really sucked. Uh, next game was Wisconsin and Baylor. Uh, Baylor played their fucking hearts out. And I, I'll take my hats off to you. You just couldn't keep up with Baylor. Like you said, in the first round, they like to play slow. Yeah. Baylor, Baylor is very fast. Their guards are very, very fast. Yes. Um, yeah, they're a deep team, too. They're, yeah. They're, there's no star on Baylor because their entire team is good. Yeah. So I need to have a yeah. star. And it's just, yeah. I mean, I take my hands off, hats off to you, Wisconsin. You played your heart out. I watched that game. And, I, I mean, don't get me wrong. Honestly, I was pulling for Wisconsin because getting... Ryan is a huge Wisconsin fan. So I was like, "Oh, come on, Wisconsin!" Like, because he beat North Carolina. So I'm like, "All right, cool. I want Wisconsin since they beat North Carolina to go as far in the tournament mm-hmm. as possible." So I'm sitting there going, "All right, come on, Wisconsin, come on!" And I mean, it just didn't work out, and that's a bummer. Um, but Baylor is the better team, and yes. they should have won that game. Yeah. So I put down that the biggest reason that Baylor won was turnovers and free throws. Uh, Wisconsin turned the ball over 10 more times than Baylor. Baylor only turned the ball over four times the entire game. Jesus. Only 10 more times, and I mean, they only won by 13. you think with 10 more turnovers, it'd be a blowout. Baylor also more made 13 more free throws. And what, what were the three-pointers in that? Uh, Baylor made eight. They both made eight. Oh, okay. Uh, Baylor shot a little bit better, eight of 17 instead of eight of 21. Okay. Um, they made the exact same amount of field goals, exact same amount of three-pointers. The only difference was the free throws. Free throws. No, this, I mean, it's like you said, dude. Wisconsin... They put up an effort, man. I mean, obviously, that's Baylor all you can do against Baylor, man. Favorite, but... That's all you can do against Baylor right now is put up an effort. Yeah, and then so the next game is Syracuse and West Virginia. Syracuse kid catches fire again from deep. Uh, they get... I had West Virginia going deep into my. I, I had West so Virginia did I. Pretty deep I think I had well. him in my final four. I had him in my elite eight. I, I didn't had, have I, him. I had him elite eight. You yeah. didn't have him in your final four because oh, it beat right. Illinois. Oh yeah, that's but, right. But still, so, right. I had him in the elite eight as well. Um. I because I thought Houston was overrated, um, and then just watching Syracuse go on a ten nothing run with five minutes left, you can't come back from that. Never, uh, never. Yeah, West Virginia. Like another uh, team. How did Buddy do in that game? Uh, put up thirty. Um, <laughs> buddy, uh, seven, buddy. I think he had seven threes. Um, so he, yeah. So I mean, but sorry. Oh, so uh, twenty five. Put up twenty. Sorry, put up thirty in the no, first no, round. Yeah, yeah, but still six threes. Uh, so, okay, yeah, I flipped the numbers. Damn it. Yeah. Um, so so what was interesting to me is this Eric or this West Virginia team, just like Virginia, normally these are defensive minded teams. Bob Huggins is known they call it it's press Virginia because they were on a full court press for the entire forty minutes of the game. They don't have that team this year. They don't have that defense. They were more of an offensive focused team. That's probably why they lost. because um, even though they're offensively focused, I grabbed, they this, don't... I grabbed this Paps out of my golf bag before we left. 
it's been sitting in there for at least two months, and you can taste that the beer has been sitting. <laughs> it's been in hot, a cold, warm hot, cold, hot, cold, hot, cold, hot, cold. Two months. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Uh, yeah, so just, you know, Syracuse catches fire again. If they can keep that up, who knows how far they can go. Uh, next game, Texas Tech and Arkansas. Texas Tech got hot in the second half. Hey, well, yeah, at the end. So, Arkansas had a huge lead because I – so, Texas Tech was actually favored in this game by, like, two points. Mm-hmm. And so, Arkansas was, like, plus 130 to win it. Mm-hmm. And I and I went ahead and took Arkansas plus that just to nice. win it outright. And Arkansas had it. You know, and we were sitting at Jesse's parents' house eating dinner, and I'm sitting there. I'm like, "All right, we're cool." And I go out in the garage, grab a beer, uh, I go talk to, I go talk to Jesse, I go talk to you know Jesse's dad and her mom and, and her mom, and then I go back, sit down on the couch, and then it was like, it was like sixty to like fifty six, and I was like, "Oh fuck, I gotta sit there in here and watch this. This is fucking getting crazy." Yeah, no, yeah. Texas Tech started hitting a bunch of threes. I think Terrence Shannon hit like three threes the in a banks. row. At the very end of the game, did you see those two bank yeah. shots? <laughs> so Texas Tech walked down there, hit a fat bank shot with a forward, and it was just like, oh, my God. I don't know why he was taking that, but he just jacked it up, hit it off the bank, and Arkansas's forward went down there. I don't know if it was forward. Uh, it might have been like a small forward or just like a really big shooting guard, but he just jacked one up and hit one off the bank, and it was it was getting crazy. That was a lot of fun to watch. Yeah, no, Terrence Shannon had a great game, uh, brought them back into it, and then the last possession, I just don't get it obviously you watched it the guy that had the ball in his hands did not want to have the basketball no, he was, he very, was trying he, he, was, he was very scared <laughs> they had a timeout i don't know why he no. didn't turn and call a timeout to get the ball no, and the whole time at the end of the game arkansas had two timeouts and texas tech was going on a run and i was just sitting there thinking like eric musselman call a timeout man they're, yeah. they're they're on like a, they were like on like a 10-2 run yeah, they were running hot. around and i, I was like pressure. i don't want the pressure i don't want the pressure no, i don't want yeah. the pressure and, but it just like nobody was calling timeouts and it was very stressful but that's what makes college basketball a lot of fun yeah. but at the same time where you have a timeout yeah that kid dribbling the ball and like just looking for someone else and everyone like is blanketed cuz obviously texas tech or uh, arkansas looks at that and is like oh that guy doesn't want the ball cover everybody else cuz he doesn't know what he's going to do and then in a moment of panic he just drives to the rim and just throws one off the glass and misses, and you're just like, why didn't you like? Why were you not aware of the situation? Mm-hmm. Like the second you got that rebound, you probably should have called a timeout. Maybe advance to half court, get better positioning, call a play. That's fine, but you should not have had the ball in your hands and just been like, let's just play it out. <laughs> uh, yeah, so rough, rough for for Ar- yeah. for Texas Tech and Arkansas needs to figure out how to stop that three point shot too. Well, Texas it, Tech went ten for twenty. So that was the thing, though, is Texas Tech they caught were, fire at the very they, end, and yeah, it, it didn't it, matter. It was very end, and they were jacking up a bunch. It of, didn't matter. They were jacking up bullshit yeah, but, that was going in. But they're about to go up against Oral Roberts, who's going to do the same exact thing. But it's only two guys. Those threes. Yeah, but it's, it's only two guys. It, it'll be interesting. I to see. trust Eric Musselman. Yeah, I but I, I trust him. That's fair. It's, I mean, but I trust I'm, Ohio I'm, State and I trust the Illinois. <laughs> yeah, or, uh, yeah. uh, who was Florida it? in Florida? I mean, well, yeah. I, yeah, it was just like what the fuck. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So yeah, good game overall though. Uh, next game, Rutgers and Houston. Houston makes Another a amazing game to watch. Yes. Um, fantastic comeback. I have Houston. a note on this actually. Where is it? Grimes. Yeah, he's Houston's offense. I mean, but just how clutch points. he was at the very end of that game was he, just amazing. So Quentin Grimes. And, and Rutgers had this game in the bag, and they absolutely collapsed on themselves. Yeah, th- but this is what you expect out of Quentin Grimes. Went to Kansas, wasn't getting the playing time, the minutes, the looks he wanted, so he transferred to a slightly smaller school so he could be the star. 
and he's doing exactly what he should be doing. You expect a guy that comes from a big power five, one of the blue bloods, to come in and be the star of your program, and that's what he is. He takes over at the end of games. He does what he needs to do to get them wins. They go as he goes. If he's having a bad night, they're not going to win. Hey, and that's the, that's, that's the thing, too, man. Is under pressure, he was able to shine. Exactly. You know, because like you said, towards the end, he was just coming in clutch and doing what he needed to do as the Super leader. Clutch. And, and as the leader they of the played team. very hounding defense at the very end because they were down by like eight. Yeah, they, they had to make a comeback. They, they were down by eight, like late, too, like with like four minutes left. And then it got very interesting. And then obviously Houston came out with it. And that was a, a, another game really fun to watch. And that game was great with the offensive rebound. Yeah. And then he puts it back in and gets fouled on the offensive rebound. Um, Made the free throw, I believe, to go up by mm-hmm. one point, and then immediately when Rutgers crossed half court, they got a steal. Mm-hmm. And that, and that, uh, that that's what it, that's what it was. It was just like Rutgers collapsing on yeah, itself at the very end. They lost. They lost it. Yeah. Next game is Oral Roberts in Florida. Man, <laughs> 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 fucking Oral Roberts. Man. Oral Roberts, fifteen seed. Yeah. I mean, it's just you don't see a fifteen seed get to the Sweet Sixteen. The like, second time it's ever happened. So, so when was the first time? Florida Gulf Coast. Dunk City. Dunk City. When was that? Uh, it was a couple years ago. And again, there are two guys. Uh, Abenor, uh, 28, and uh, what is it? Ab- Abes? It's uh, Acemas. Acemas. Yep. He got yeah. 26. Yeah. A-B-M-A-S is Acemas. Acemas went 12 of 12 from the free throw. Yeah, no, they, they are strapped from deep and from the free throw line. And that's the thing. If you can shoot threes, you can probably shoot free throws. This team relies on the three-pointer, and they rely on their two-man guys. Hey, this time, though, they played... Three guys off the bench. Nope, never mind. One guy got zero minutes. <laughs> he yeah. came in yeah, for yeah, five Jones seconds. Zero, yeah. Uh, yeah, no. They, yeah, Oral Roberts was definitely able to knock some threes down at the very end that made it to close the gap because Florida looked like they maybe could have pulled away. And that's the thing. The size disparity. Well, yeah, but, but Florida it, but, played sound. They played. They they shared the ball well. They had you know. I mean, the same amount of assists. But like when you look at Florida's, it, fourteen points, nineteen points, seventeen points, fourteen points, and then you look at Oral Roberts and it's 28-26. The two. Two closest were nine. You got two guys at nine, but it's just like that's the thing, dude. Is if if, if Obenor or Acemas goes out, they do not have a chance. Yeah, well, that's what. Yeah, that's the thing is with these smaller schools. I never understand that. If you know a school has like one guy or two guys that are going to carry them, go at them and try to get them into foul trouble as early on as you yeah. can. Well, and so did you guys see about or Roberts too? That the nun is a big deal because no, that's Loyola Chicago. Oh, I saw Oral Roberts too. It might be a nun. There's Loyola. another one. Loyola Chicago. I don't think she's a nun. I she's think. a sister. Oh, she is. Yeah, Sister Jean. Sister Jean. I know she's just like an old. Is it another one? Oh no, hey, then maybe it was Sister Jean then, because Sister Jean sounds familiar. But yeah, it's it said long ass spindly fingers. But it's but she predicted Oral Roberts to beat Florida. Oh. It was that game specifically? I don't care about her fucking opinion. Hey, dude. Hey, yeah, but I thought she was from Oral Roberts, so that changes it. Because I was going to say, well, obviously, because you're fucking biased, you dumb bitch. She but... gives, like, pregame... Sister Jean gives, like, pregame prayers where she'll throw in some stats into the prayer. Like gangster. Yeah, like against Ohio State. Or against... <laughs> uh, against I think it was against Ohio State. And she, or no, no, it was against Illinois. And, like, they, they showed part of her pregame speech, or, like, an excerpt from it, and it was like, Lord, help us with, you know, everything today. Illinois does have a tough time shooting their layups. They only make about fifty percent of their layups. We can we can take advantage of that. And I was like, "What the fuck?" Dude, that, that old bitch knows way more about college basketball than I do. I guarantee it. Uh, yeah. So yeah, Oral Roberts forces turnovers, makes threes, makes free throws. That's a recipe to win. Uh, next game, North Texas and Villanova. No comment because North Texas shouldn't North, have been there. North Texas. North Texas. I watched this game as well, and I had ten bucks on Nova. 
um, to cover, mm-hmm. and they did. But the first half, it was close. And I was sitting there going, like, what's going yeah. fucking on? Yeah, it was. What's going on? And then, obviously, the second half, no, it completely pulls away. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I just wanted to throw in, I had 10 bucks on that. So I finally won some money. Nice. Okay, so the next game is Oregon State and Oklahoma State. And fucking Oklahoma. Okay. Kate Cunningham may have had his worst game of the season. Yeah, well, and they also were, like, in a fucking battle. He doesn't have enough help around him. That's right, no, he issue. doesn't. But, I mean, that, that's what was frustrating. It's just, like, how do... Oh, my God. Because I, I think I had Oklahoma State. They, didn't, they weren't beating Illinois, but I had Oklahoma State going to the lead eight at least. Yeah, well, and Kate Cunningham is, has a tendency to start slow and have a really good second half, which is probably what he did uh, in this game as well because um, they were down 14 at halftime. Uh, but usually in the second half, if they're, like, losing, he feels a need to take over because he is very clearly the best player on that team. Um, and so that's probably why he went. He went, like, 6 of 20, but he knocked down, like, all of his free throws. They just they just didn't have it. I don't fucking understand how Oregon State is doing this. Uh, I My comments were so many fucking free throws. No, no, no. The reason that they're doing this is because Tennessee's the worst 5 seed we've ever seen. They should have been a 13 seed. Yeah. Um, and then Oklahoma State, um, they only have one player... And Oregon State locked him down. Well, yeah. he went for twenty-four. I was, was going to say he still put up twenty-four points. Okay, but Oregon State shot down. thirty-five free throws, <laughs> and they made thirty-two of them. That's why they won this game. Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, that's Oklahoma went twenty-six for thirty-eight free throws. Yeah, so many free throws both ways, and the refereeing was fucking trash. I saw some <laughs> kid get the, his his win for a dunk. He got that shit swatted into the eighth dimension. And they called a, they almost called a flagrant foul on it, and I was so confused because dude, homie cocked back, and in the cockback, Avery Anderson at Oklahoma State came in and swatted the shit out of it, and the kid fell and got his feelings hurt, and they called a foul. I don't understand how that's a foul because the guy is sorry about himself, but it was apparently that's kind of how refereeing was all night. It, they were calling every single thing a foul. I, it, it was yeah, it was no, a shitty was, game to watch. Yeah, I, I agree because it was. Total of seventy three free throws between the two teams that game. That's ridiculous. Yeah, okay, that's absurd. Okay, let's just okay. Oregon well, State beats. Oh god. Yeah, I love their colors. Yes. So going into. I love Oklahoma State's colors. Well, they're the same. Uh, so going into. Uh, <laughs> first. So going into the next day of games, uh, Oregon Iowa to kick off on uh, what's it, Monday. Hey, I'll give you give you guys this. Um, I mean, my biggest takeaway from that game is. Uh, Chris Duarte. I mean, he's playing some unbelievable basketball. He's a great player, obviously. Uh, has been. Um, and especially not playing a first-round game, coming in and beating a team like Iowa handedly yeah. by 15. I mean, that. I mean that's crazy. So props off to you Oregon fans. Um, I mean... That's I mean that's fucking awesome for you guys. That's yeah. that's great. So it's like I, I think we, when we talked about conference tournament previews. I said that I, I picked Oregon because I thought they were so deep. They just have so many guys that can do whatever they need to, um, and that's exactly what happened. Is it didn't matter if it was LJ Figueroa, Figueroa, Chris Duarte, uh, Will Richardson. Didn't matter whoever had the ball was getting buckets for them. They were able to shoot the ball from outside, even though they're not the best three point shooting team. They ran, got to the rim. They ran in transition. Their game plan for the entire thing was let Luca Garza score because one guy is not going to beat our team, and that's exactly what he did. Luca Garza had like thirty-four points and like fourteen rebounds, and he had like six and ones, and everyone else on the team put up nothing. Yep. So that, that was the comment I was going to make: is that only seven of the people scored, and they had a total of fourteen people. Now, I mean, two of them didn't play at all, so twelve, but only seven people scored. 
He put up 36, but next was 17. After that was 10. After that was 6. Yeah, they, they have a kid on their team. I forgot his name. Uh, it's Bohannon, I think. Yeah, Jordan Bohannon. No points. Yeah, He's right. like their third leading scorer. 19 no minutes, no points. He couldn't get any looks from deep. They were locking him Only down. Only one rebound. Yeah, they were they were essentially like, go ahead and throw it into Luka Garza because we know that's what you want to do, and he can go ahead and get a bucket, and that's fine. Or they were rotating over, blocking his shot. Um, they were just they just had a great game plan. They executed it perfectly. Uh, they pulled away at the end of the first half, and it was one of those situations where they started pulling away at the end of the first, and you look at it and you go, if they continue... And they go on a little spurt to start the second half. This game's probably over, and that's exactly what they did. Well, and it's just funny, man, because I feel like Oregon did exactly what... I mean, I can't speak for all fans right across the fucking country, but for us, I feel like we have a pretty good perspective on all sports on how they should capitalize when they have a game plan, right? Like, for example, Lamar Jackson. We said, hey, shut down Lamar Jackson, you win. Yeah. Exactly what fucking happened in the playoffs. And, you know, shut well. down, like, not always even well. shut down Luka, just... Allow focus that. on Luca. Like, like, like. Let 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 him do his thing. Let him do his thing. We'll, we're we'll gonna lock do down everyone else. And yeah, exactly. He has to make everything if you guys want to win, and that's how they played it. That was the right way to play it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So Oregon moves on. Next game, Oklahoma Gonzaga. Oklahoma put up a hell of a fight. Fucking they they did. I know the score doesn't reflect it, but I watched that game, especially early on. If they if. Oklahoma went. Oklahoma cold. had the lead for a little bit. Oklahoma went cold from deep. They hit their like four of their first five threes, and then they missed their next ten. If they don't miss those ten free those or, ten or threes, just, or just hit three of them. No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, if they, if they didn't miss all ten of those, that game would have been a lot closer going into halftime. Would have been a lot closer in the second half, and who knows what would have happened. Oklahoma, like like the Wisconsin game. Oklahoma, hats off to you. You played your fucking hearts out, and against a team like Gonzaga, hats off to you. Hats off to you. Yep. Um, and then Abilene Christian, UCLA. There's no comment because Abilene Christian shouldn't even have been in that round. It should have been Texas. Yep. Uh, next game, Ohio and Creighton. Uh, Jace Preston, supposed to be the star of that team. Fucking laid an egg. Yeah. He had like four points. Oh. He went like one of ten from the field. It's not a good game for him. That's the main reason why they lost. That's why they lost. Creighton went on an, a run at the end of the first half, and Ohio just couldn't come back. They probably started getting too reliant on threes. Yeah, he was one for ten field goal. Yeah. Uh, next game. LSU Michigan. That was a fantastic that game. That was an amazing up and down fucking high game. scoring just amazing like the Oregon game. Iowa game. Amazing it was so game. good. I was um, at I was at uh I was actually at work for that one because I picked up a shift. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, all right, cool. Well, at least I'm gonna be the watching the college games, right? Because I don't usually watch it if a man is home because she doesn't want to watch that. Mm-hmm. So I was like, all right, cool, like whatever I'm working, and oh my god, dude, that game was fucking crazy. It was so good. Again, Cam Thomas is a fucking bucket. I I think he put up thirty that game. Um yeah, Michigan just too deep. Too, deep too, ma- too many weapons. Too, too, yeah, and they're also too big. Hunter Dickinson didn't have an amazing game, but he did enough um, to take advantage of LSU's lack of size. Um, Trenton Watford's pretty good for them. Uh, Michigan just went on a nice little run at the end of the game and then was able to get the shot, the stops they needed late. Well, that, and I mean, so LSU were, were relying on Thomas and Smart that entire game, yeah. and then when they went on that little run, all you have to do is lock down those two guys and you only have one other double-digit scorer, which is a big man. So just put your big man Michigan on him, yeah. and you're going to do just fine. Yeah. And, again, I always bring it up, LSU put two points up off the bench. Michigan put up 26 points off the bench. Yeah, Michigan's a different <laughs> team. If yeah. Michigan had Isaiah Livers, they would be in the Final Four. I don't know without Isaiah Livers if they get there, but 
uh, the way they're playing is very good. Uh, next game is Colorado, Florida State. I don't have any comments on that. Florida State. Nope. Locked them down yeah. completely. And then uh, Alabama, Maryland. Alabama beat the shit out of Maryland. Uh, I think it, not, not everyone saw that coming, but I didn't expect it to be too close of a game. Maryland being UConn, I was like, okay, I can see that because UConn isn't amazing this year. Uh, but not against Alabama. Alabama is just on, they're too hot right now. Uh, last game, USC Kansas, and I mean Kansas. What happened, Logan? Is there... What happened? So what, Logan? What happened, Logan? Uh, so biggest thing was the disparity on the boards. Uh, USC killed Kansas on the boards. Uh, Sixteen that... more rebounds. But Jesus uh, Christ! How t- many offensive rebounds did USC get? Let's see here. They had eight offensive rebounds, oh, but Kansas, Kansas had, nine. had nine. So the thing is, uh, Evan Mobley for USC blocks every shot essentially so even when he had one block no, Mo- no no yeah, the Mobley brothers combined had four yeah they had all the blocks for USC well, um if like whenever he also so long that he changes shots that's my, my favorite thing about like really tall guys is they usually have long ass arms that even if they don't block a shot they're gonna change it because you have to get it up over that yeah. I think it goes to USC 61% from deep Sixty-one yeah. yeah, percent. Yeah, no, right? they, they, I mean, eleven threes. Yeah, no, they they caught fire. It was fantastic, but that wasn't the deciding factor. I mean, the deciding factor. was... I think overall rebounds is a de- huge defensive rebounds. Yeah, huge thing. I mean, forty-three to twenty-seven. That's huge. Yeah, and it's and sharing the ball. They had eighteen assists. Kansas only had only had twelve. Um, I mean, Kansas had more steals. Kansas only made eighteen shots. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they went eighteen of sixty-two. Uh, that is to me the biggest disparity. Oh yeah, twenty nine percent. They also went six of twenty five. Right. Everything we just said, yeah, no, it comes down to that. Yeah, no, twenty nine percent. Yeah, and and the three point disparity. They were obviously down, and they were like, "Fuck it, we just need to start shooting the ball." Because they were down nineteen at the half. Yeah. So USC probably hit most of those threes in the first half. And USC only got better in the second half. No, exactly. It was ridiculous how bad Kansas played. Uh, I did pick USC to beat Kansas. Didn't think it was going to be anywhere close to this. That's point. that's great that you picked that though. Why well, I, I didn't know if Kansas was going to have David McCormick. Honestly, see, see, like the thing is, I don't even know what I picked because I did it yeah, so you drunk. Were so drunk, yeah. So I have no idea. That's fair. My uh, so Amanda's uh, dad hit me up at six thirty, like Wednesday, right before the bracket, everything was finalized. And he's like, "Hey, Kelly, what, what is you know, like? What are some tips?" And I was like, "Ah, I was like, honestly, I was like, I don't know. I really know too much basketball." Um, college basketball. I was like, so, I was like, but, like, he's like, he's like, well, you know, what upsets do you have? I was like, I was like, I don't know. I I I, I like USC. I was like, and so I took them upsetting uh, Kansas in the second round. Yeah. He's like, all right, all right, and I did not think it was gonna be by thirty. No, this is though. the third largest loss in tournament history for Kansas. Their largest loss in the round thirty-two. Um, it's ridiculous that they lost this bad. Um, I yeah, I still don't really have an explanation for it as to why they shot so bad, but yeah. And then that was all of the games for the second round, so we set up the Sweet 16. Okay, so we will go over Sweet 16 in a moment. Let's go ahead and talk about MVPs that we may have for rounds one and two yep. overall, because um, that is our next little segment. Um, I have a bunch, man. I really do. I have a bunch. Um, List them off. You want me just to list them off? Go for it. We'll see if we have any different. Okay, so I have Baylor's Jared Butler or Teague. Okay. I have Houston's Grimes. Okay. Uh, I have Nova's Jeremiah Robinson Earl. Mm-hmm. 
I have Oregon's Quistor. He only played one game, so you can't really give it to him. So I can cross that out. That's fine. He only played one game. Um, I have Bama's Herbert Jones, just because just such a good big man. Um, and I have uh, Buddy Bayham from Syracuse. Mm-hmm. Just putting up buckets, man. Yep. So I had Bayham as well. Um, I also had Alabama. I had Shackleford. Shackleford. Yeah, Jordan Shackleford's good. No, he's, yeah, he's, he's nice very good. Player. The thing is, the reason I picked Herbert Jones for Bama is because he does everything else. Yeah. He does everything else for Bama. We're in this game. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Um, and then, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if he would win it or not, but Luka put up 36. Well, yeah, for the first two rounds, you can yeah, give it to Luca. Yeah, yeah, yeah first, for the first, first two rounds, rounds you yeah. can give it to Luca. Yeah. Absolutely. But going forward, uh, no, no. I'm really once once sure. we have our final champion, then we'll go over who wins the MVP. Yeah, it, it'll be whoever's on the team that makes the deepest run and has the biggest impact. Yeah. Um, who do you got? So right now, I have Buddy Beheim. I have Jeremiah Robinson Earl. I also have Evan Mobley. Um, I went with guys who produced for both games. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, Evan Mobley, thirteen and a half points, twelve rebounds, three blocks per game. Um, Kevin O'Banner. I do have Kevin O'Banner because without him, Oral Roberts would not have been at even close as no, far no, as I, No, and that's completely fair because we're talking about the first two rounds. Yeah. And you could you could put it for either one of those guys. I would put it for Kevin O'Banner. He had a better over, overall game than uh, Max Aismas. He averaged 29 per game, 11 rebounds, and two and a half steals. Yeah, and absolutely. That is, yeah. And, and I... I, I is on a team that nobody would expect. Yeah, no. <laughs> is nobody ridiculous. would expect. Nobody would expect. Nobody would expect. Imagine how much fucking uptight Christian Putang that guy's going to get when they fucking go back home. He's going to get a lot of oil. <laughs> oh, my God. You know what? You know what? I don't know if anybody just took the moment to appreciate that comment right there. I like that one. Thanks. A lot of oil. Thanks. And no, no, no. You guys didn't appreciate it at first. So... You know, for those of you who don't know, we have our little group chat, and um, we were mentioning Oral Roberts, and Kyle was like, "Oral Roberts is probably going to be the best is the best team that ever stepped on the court." <laughs> and I was like, "I would like to give them all Oral," and nobody laughed. None of them laughed. Nobody put a ha ha next to my message. They just went on and talked about whatever hey, they wanted so to talk about. I laughed. Yeah, I I feel like it was the same scenario that time that I said I was going to diesel punch Amanda in the throat. I and I got literally, I got no reply. Literally, I cried. Because I was laughing so hard when you said that. But you didn't reply. Because so I was busy until, like, crying. Because I was laughing so It wasn't hard. until two weeks later you told me you thought that joke was funny. And I was like, okay, nice. nice. Okay, okay. All right. Um, so before we go into our... We have, we're going to repick the Sweet 16 as Totally Talking Sports. Um, we're going to repick it. Um, first, and we have that any changes to predictions for Sweet 16. We're just going to go ahead and repick our, our Sweet 16 brackets and keep it between Totally Talking Sports. Mm. Um, but first, let's go into our standings in the bracket challenge. Yeah. One of you two are going to have to bring that up. Yeah, I'll do that right now. Okay. So, for those of you that don't know, um, I know a couple of our listeners have joined in on that. Um, so, we appreciate you guys for joining in on that. But Kyle created a little bracket challenge for us. Um, so, there's only there's only seven of us in there, right? Um, it was pretty last minute. I honestly didn't even think about it um, until I think maybe that Monday Right or like Sunday night or something like that, um, and originally it was just me, Tanner, and Alec. Or, or sorry, not Alec. Uh, Chad. Sorry, Chad, Alec. Chadalac. Yeah, Chadalac. Um, so I was like, uh, okay. So I texted Tim along. I was like, you guys joining or what? 
They're like, no, no, yeah, we'll, we'll get in there. So As like, of cool. that point, Kyle, I did not have a job. <laughs> and I had twenty dollars in my bank account. At that point, so Kyle, I was, like, I was hammered on hey, the fucking balcony. So both of you guys have fair excuses, okay? Um, but for right now, um, our man Tanner is number one, and he has Baylor going the whole way. Tied for second is Tim and Logan, both with Illinois going the whole way. <laughs> and I don't know how that's going to work out because what has to happen for me and Logan to pass him? Uh, we we need Baylor to lose as well as Gonzaga to lose. So pretty much, you guys need to just ace everything from here on out, and he has to crumble from here on out. Yeah. Because right now, Tanner's max points that he can have is thirteen fifty. You guys have eight sixty and eight twenty. Does the winner get a? How much does the winner make? Maybe sixty bucks. Sixty dollars profit, right? Sixty dollars profit, yeah. And how much does second place make? Nothing. Nothing. Oh, okay. Winner, winner take, takes all. Winner, winner takes, all. takes all. Okay, yeah. gotcha. Okay. Um, and I'm in fourth. My cousin Jeff is in fifth, and then his girlfriend and Chad are both tied for last. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Chad um has ten forty max that he can have. Now, my cousin's girlfriend started off very very low, very fast, but she has the highest max. So if she gets everything from here on out, she can win. That's crazy. Yeah. So Wait, what's Tanner's max? 1350. What's mine? 860. 860. Logan has 820. Oh, we're done. It's cuz Illinois. Yeah, so it's you guys need to pretty much ace from here on out. Um, minus 1320. Um, and <laughs> we're gonna fall down to last. It's be- no, it's because our our winner already is out. Yeah. If, they, so, if their winner gets out, then they're gonna drop to like maybe nine hundred points. So next. yeah, my championship round that I had was Gonzaga versus Illinois. And I took Gonzaga to win. Oh, so okay. Illinois fucks me. But you Tanner, still have Gonzaga. Yeah, but Tanner has here. I can check right now. Um, he has Baylor and Alabama in it. So like, if if Alabama loses. What's my final four? Can you can you break down my final four for me? Because I'm pretty sure I don't have to stay in my final four. So right now, your Elite Eight would be Creighton versus Iowa, which obviously won't happen. Won't happen. Florida State versus Texas. Won't happen. Won't, ha- won't happen. Villanova versus Arkansas. Can't happen. And then Illinois versus West Virginia. You fucked on that one. So <laughs> I got no chance. So your final four <laughs> has to be whoever versus Florida State. And then Villanova versus whoever. That's your final four. Okay. Which then you need Florida State to go up against whoever. And then it doesn't matter. I know what I'm doing here. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to um, stick to my drunk guns. But yeah, so Tanner's in first, you guys are tied for second, and then I'm sitting alone at fourth. So we're all close together, though, but your guys' max are a little bit lower. Only because Illinois went out so fast. Yeah, if, if Gonzaga loses at any point, which I don't see them losing until they get the national championship, if they lose at all, that would drop significantly what your guys' yeah. pick is. That's that's why. Because it's... You probably get, like, fucking, what, like, 400 points for, like, <laughs> getting the fucking yeah, champion. Yeah, right? I think it's, like, 300-something or... For, okay. Just for, for picking winning the right winner. The right winner. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay, so let's go ahead, and before we go into our picks, uh, we will go ahead and pick our Sweet 16 together. Uh, okay, so first game. Gonzaga first Creighton. Do we want to just do one, two, three, and we say who we're writing down? So that way we're not cheating. We can do that. Like turn to picking off everybody. Else. Okay. Okay. All right. One, two, three. Gonzaga. Gonzaga. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Zags. Okay. Oh, next game. I USC. You I did. Yeah. USC. Oregon. One, two, three. Oregon. USC. I have Oregon. Yeah. I think just USC is looking so dominant. All right. 
I think we're going to be fresher. Michigan versus Florida State. One, two, three. Florida State. State. (laughs) Michigan. Fuck. Okay, uh, UCLA, Bama. I mean, okay, just put down Bama. Okay. I don't like picking different from Logan. Okay. uh, (laughs) I'm I'm not looking too hot right now, Kyle. (laughs) Baylor, Nova. One, two, three. Nova. I have to. You said Nova like that was the common answer. Well, no, it's because you told me that they were in my fucking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I need to them to be Baylor. I need Baylor to leave. Okay, Arkansas Oral Roberts. Uh, if any of you want to put down Oral Roberts, go ahead. I'm putting down Arkansas. I originally had Oral Roberts, um, but I think with the layoff between games, they're not going to come out as hot. No, I'm going Arkansas. Yeah, but. Uh, <sighs> All right, obviously, yeah, they beat Ohio State upset. All right, obviously, they beat Florida upset. I don't see them being Arkansas. No. I just don't They're see them They're not going to do three upsets. Yeah, exactly. I think Musselman is probably a better coach. I think Ohio State is a shitty coach, and I don't know who Florida's coach is. Oh, it's uh, Mike White, actually. Um, so they neither of those coaches are very great. Um, so I think Eric Musselman, more experienced head coach, has been to this point in the tournament before. He's going to make sure that they have the right game plan in place to stop the two scoring options that Oral Roberts has, and those will be better as a team. All right. Okay. So, next game Loyola versus Oregon State. One, two, three. Loyola. Loyola. Fuck you, Oregon State. Okay. Okay. Uh, Syracuse versus Houston. One, two, three. Syracuse. Syracuse. Okay. Wait, what did you say? Syracuse. Okay. Uh, Okay, so next game, Zags, USC. One, two, three, Zags. Zags. Uh, we have Oregon. I have Oregon. Do you guys have both of USC? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, fuck you guys. <laughs> uh, next game, Florida State, Bama. This is going to be a good one. Okay. Um, or or Michigan. Yeah. If you have it. Um, I So, Elite Eight against Bama. One, two, three, Florida Alabama. State, Michigan. Okay. Okay. Oh, shit. Um, three different winners on that one, right? And then you guys all have Baylor. I have Nova, but I'll just say Baylor because I don't think Villanova's going to be Baylor. Yeah, they're good. Uh, Baylor versus Arkansas. One, two, three. Baylor. Arkansas. Baylor. Loyola versus Syracuse or Houston. One, two, three. Syracuse. I have Loyola. I have Loyola. Going to the final four, huh? The defense is not that. It's amazing. Very good. Syracuse runs a 2-3 zone. Screening against a 2-3 zone is the easiest way to beat it. And Loyola runs so many fucking ball screens. That's fine. And Syracuse is going to... Buddy is just going to jack up. They're going to get cold at some point. (laughs) At some point, it's going to happen. Okay, so final four in the East-West region. So, Zags versus whoever you got down below. One, two... Three, Gonzaga. Florida State. Gonzaga. Oh, yeah, because you need Florida State to go. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Okay. Um, and then um, whoever you got up top right. So you guys, Baylor. I have Arkansas. But Baylor versus Loyola or Syracuse, whoever you got down there. One, two, three, Baylor. Arkansas. All right. Tim, you riding the must bus. Riding the must bus. And then your champ. One, two, three, Baylor. Florida Gonzaga. State. Okay, Baylor, Gonzaga, Florida State. I'm pretty sure I'm the low man here. Low man wins. <laughs> All right. Hey, um, so those are our Sweet 16s. Um, 
obviously you guys can have some different opinions but this is what we're riding with let's go ahead and go over picks we fucked up and we didn't make picks for the week while i was in cancun um we should have set something up well, well i didn't i didn't want to yeah, yeah, because yeah. it would be another week of us just making the picks not on the podcast yeah yeah yeah, true. yeah, yeah. He, he said specifically we won't do the picks this week. okay okay fair enough um but yeah we've been we've been really bad about picks <laughs> no, that's fine we have, we have plenty of games no yeah that's fine yeah. i don't see we can just scrap it all together all <laughs> no, together if you guys wanted to no, so logan give us some breakdowns uh so last games that we picked were on the 9th of march jeez uh i went six and four kyle went six and four timmy went four and six Ooh, see, top uh, dog went down a little bit. Bitch. Couple games. <laughs> uh, put us at uh, Tim and I tied thirty and twenty-eight. Kyle five games back, twenty-five thirty-three. <laughs> uh, so we're going into this week's worth of games. Uh, I'm sticking. I'm sticking with all of our teams. Okay. God, it's fucking hard. Are we doing NBA or else. NHL first? We're starting with NBA. I am trying to pick games that I think will actually be a contest. Um, so first game. I, is a fantastic fucking game. Uh, Nets and the Jazz. What day? 24th. I have the Nets. I'm going to take Jazz. No, no. Uh, no Kyrie, just so you are aware. Oh, Nets. Or Jazz, 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 yeah. Jazz, 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 Jazz. And it's at, it's in Utah? Uh, yes. I'm going Jazz. Cool. Next game is going to be the Blazers and the Heat. I have the Blazers. All right, Heat. You guys hear the news that Tyler Hero might get traded? Mm-hmm. Everyone's in Raptors the trade said, right now. Raptors said they want him. We'll have, we'll have a lot to talk about. They'll have to give up Kyle Lowry for that. I'm going to go Blazers. Okay. Next game we are looking at is Fun One, Houston and Minnesota. Houston. What day is that, 26? Yes. Give me Houston. I have Minnesota. <laughs> they're terrible, dude. They're terrible. It, 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 I love picking games like this where it's just two shitty teams. Right, they're just both terrible. Sweet Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna go Minnesota. Cuckoo. I hate it. Second to last. Getting into our boys. Uh, Cavs, Lakers. Fuck, I'm tempted to do the Cavs, but I'll take the Lakers. I think it's Lakers. Okay, cool. Uh, and then I got... Uh, Pelican Celtics. I'm gonna stick with my Celtics. We're in a real fucking rough spot right now, but is that the 27th? Uh, what was it again? 29th. Pelican yep. Celtics. I'm taking the Celtics. Celtics. Alrighty, we will move our way into the NHL. First game: Golden Knights Avalanche. I have the Knights. Av- I have the Knights Avs just because they're goaltending. I'm taking Avs. Abs are hot right now. They're very hot. Okay, next game. Islanders Bruins on the twenty fifth as well. Sorry, Dude, I'm me. sorry, Logan, I'm taking the Islanders. That's that's I understand. I'm I'm gonna stay with my boys, but I completely understand. Bruins are at home. Islanders are hotter than us right now, and I completely understand it. We've kinda slipped up from the top. Yeah, I'll take Islanders. Okay. Next game on the twenty seventh. Lightning Hurricanes. I have the Lightning. Lightning. Taking Canes. All this right. is why you're in last. Well, he's <laughs> got to do something now, right? Yeah, yeah. I have to make different changes. Uh, also on the 27th, Oilers, Maple Leafs. I have the Maple Leafs. Oh, I like the Oilers a lot. Oilers. <laughs> I'll take the Maple Leafs. 
Dude, I'm either going to come back or I'm going to dig a fucking hole. <laughs> right. But I got to do something. All right, and then last game, Ducks-Blues. I got the Blues. As, that's <laughs> the Blues. That's the best game that I could the find. The Blues. It's the best game I could find for the Ducks. That's fair. Hold on, what, what night was that? I was on the 28th. You know, fuck, give me the Ducks. Taking the Ducks? I'm taking the Ducks. Give me right. the Ducks. All right, Tim. Uh, I have the Blues. I don't know if I said that, but I have the Blues. It's insane, Lewis. Couldn't have said it any more times. Uh, so I have the blues. <laughs> I'm going blues, dude. I have I have ducks thirtieth on my power rankings. <laughs> Above the fucking sabers. God, dude. The, the, we'll, 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 go. Yeah, we'll go. We'll go. I know. We'll go over I know. All right, guys. So those are our picks. Um, agree with us. If you don't, we don't really give a shit. Hey, we appreciate you guys tuning in again. Uh, appreciate you guys for the support. Um, let your friends know. Listen listen to Totally Talking Sports because we're pretty fucking cool around here. Um, hey, again, we appreciate you guys tuning in. Uh, we will see you guys next week. We're, we're back on a regular schedule as of right now. Nothing's going to change, and we're very excited for that. Um, like Kyle said, next week we're going to do two episodes again uh, because Kyle because Kai, Kai's getting surgery, surgery. Um, so <laughs> hope we he's going to be okay. He's a little nervous, but he's going to be okay. Uh, or not next week, two weeks, whatever it is. Um, next week. See you guys later. Thank you always for the support. Next week we will have those two episodes, like Tim said. First episode is going to be probably just a whole basketball recap. Definitely talking Sweet 16, Elite 8, going into anything that happens with the NBA trade deadline. Uh, and then uh, the second episode will be just an NHL deep dive and may anything else that comes up, but mostly just NHL. And we appreciate it as always, and we'll catch you next week. Yeah, I'll give a little backstory real quick. So my mama, uh, my mama, my mama. Um, we, we have a we have a very good relationship, right? So we always make fun of each other and all that shit, and you know, so every now and then she'll you know she'll mess around with like the podcast. She's like, oh, you know, like oh. Uh, okay. You want to drink them? Right, right now, one. No, I'm okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> sorry, Cal, your mama. Yeah, dude, my mama. Um, you know, we, we we'll have to cut that part out. We, we have a good relationship. <laughs> Um, and we, you know, we fuck with each other a lot, and, uh, so she'll give me shit about, like, you know, the podcast, and she's like, oh, yeah, cool, you guys got 12 views, you guys got 30 views, and listens, and I'm like, man, you know what, I just saw a video the other day that makes it kind of, uh, it was a mize, right? Yeah, maybe we only do have 35 listens every episode, right? But think about it, that's 35 people. That's an entire classroom, dude, just coming to listen to us fucking just talk about sports. We're like, teachers. Me, yeah, to me, that's cool, dude. We're fucking, we're educating the people. I always tell I always, I always tell people how much money we've made, and I say, "Have you ever made that much money?" Of, yeah, of, of, of talking about yeah, sports. Have you made yeah. a quarter off of a podcast? Didn't think so, bitch. Get him. We've made more than a quarter. <laughs> how much have we made? Uh, I don't like know, fifty bucks. Like, no, no, it's, it's up to like sixty-five. Oh, nice. Then the subscriptions. Yeah, 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 they're 20, coming in. Baby. We're getting twenty bucks a month now, dude. So, um, yeah, no, guys, I mean. Whether it's thirty, whether it's three thousand, doesn't matter. I mean, we we appreciate you guys coming in and tuning in, and if you guys are even listening to this part, we really appreciate you hanging around. All right, so love you guys, and uh, we'll talk to you guys next week.